Hey, good morning. Wow, wow, wow. So, ito ang ating third week sa 21-day challenge. Nagbabasa pa kayo ng Bible? Alright, good. Uh, by the way, itong Bible nito, the more I read this, the more na in love ako sa version na ito. Maraming versions ng Bible, English, Tagalog, Ilocano, dati yung Ilocano, napaka-kapal, no? But this one is good size and it's the whole Bible from Genesis to Revelations. And we got this directly from the publisher at a very low price. I don't know how much, but I think it's less than like 250 or 300. But this is the Pinoy version, so it has Taglish, and it's just a simple conversation every day, ang language. So, napaka sarap na makinig sa Word of God, magbabasa ng Bible. This week is our last home stretch for the 21 days. Pagdating sa Sabado, that's the 21st day. So, including today, seven more days. Sana tuloy-tuloy. Let's make the last week the best week. So continue reading the Bible, reading your uh, outline. We have an outline there with all the scriptures. Use your apps, yung Bible na you version, o kaya glorify, download the audios. Gawin nothing regular and a habit to hear. Because the Word of God is our ultimate life hack. Pag-ibig sabihin, hack, mas magaan kung meron tayong advantages of the Word of God. Pag magpakarga tayo ng Word of God, we can go farther, last longer, and be more effective. Kasi mga kapatid, honestly, sa society natin ngayon, the social media floods us with so many conflicting informations. Ang daming posts na iba-iba, conflicting, ang daming iba-ibang Opinions about everything. Seems like everybody is an expert. And minsan nagiging heated, nagiging conflicting to the point na even among family may division. Politics. O yung ganito, sabi nila, bad sa'yo ito. The other one says, that's good. So how do you know? How will you know kung ano ba talaga ang tama? Ano yung totoo? Nowadays, it's not just a good idea to get wisdom and guidance sa Word of God. Hindi lang good idea, nagiging essential. Absolutely necessary na meron tayong access sa salita ng Diyos bilang number one source of tama, katotohanan, to guide us through the, the chaos sa mundo nito. And among believers... Isa sa mga number one top most asked questions that I would usually hear is how can I hear the voice of God? Mahal ko si God. Nagtitiwala ako sa Kanya. Alam ko na ang Diyos ay nakakaalam ng future. I know, I know the Word of God is true na pang guide sa buhay natin. And gusto ko, willing ako magpag-guide kay Lord. Pero kung sasabihin lang niya kung anong kalooban niya, willing naman ako sumunod. Have you ever felt that way? Have you ever said, Lord, I'm willing to do yung will mo kung sabihin mo lang kung ano yun? May apat na boyfriends. Hindi ko alam kung anong dyan ang mga ko. Oh, Lord, guide me. If Jesus told you which one, would you obey? So, yes. May big decisions sa work. May problems sa bahay. 
If Jesus gave you a word, a guidance, if he walked into your job, walked into your house, at sinabi ni Lord sa iyo directly, ganito kasi ang gagawin mo. Would you believe him? But the thing is, sometimes, we're feeling like, feeling lang na, hindi, ako kina, hindi niya ako kinakausap. I'm praying for guidance. Wala naman. I'm praying for a decision. Hindi ko pa rin alam. Nagugulo ang buhay ko. There was a guy named Alex na walang trabaho. Nagahanap siya ng trabaho. So nag-scroll na scroll. Searching online. Freelancer, part-time. Kahit ano. Kasi nagiging desperate na. Wala siyang trabaho. May family. And to the point na hindi niya sinasagot ng mga tawag, mga text ng friends niya. Kasi sabi niya, they always want something from me. E, itong panahon nito, I need their help. I need someone to help me. So, inisnab niya ang mga tawag, ang mga messages. In fact, merong tumawag sa kanya na unknown number. Hindi niya sinagot. Mamaya na nag-text yung number na yan. Sabi niya, sir, we really need your help. Ay, hindi niya binasa. Hindi just the first part pa lang, umingin ng tulong. So, Hindi niya inopen yung messages. And the days went by, wala pa rin siyang trabaho. Walang wala. Lubog na sa utang. And he's so worried and so depressed. Until one day, he finally got so desperate, binuksan niya itong Bible. And he opened the Bible to the Word of God as if nagsasalita ang Diyos directly sa kanya in Philippians chapter 4. Verse 19, where it says, Ibibigay ng Diyos ang lahat ng kailangan nyo galing sa hindi maubos na yaman niya sa tulong ni Christ Jesus. Ay, boom! Nag-boom sa kanya na ito pala. God wants to supply me with what I need. I need a job. Ang salita ng Diyos nagsasabi na God will meet my needs. Ko ang lahat ng kailangan ko. So, ito yung gusto niya talaga na magtiwala sa salita ng Diyos, ang pangako ng Diyos, sabi niya ganito, pero yung karanasan niya malabo eh. Hindi niya nar- na- nararanasan na yung effects ng Word of God. Until kinuha yung wife niya, yung cellphone niya. And kin- nakita niya yung mga back messages na hindi pa seen. And he went, she went back to the message na galing sa unknown number. Many days ago, many days before, binuksan niya, sabi niya, Sir, we really need your help to find someone for immediate hiring. Na ganitong sahod, complete benefits with sign-up bonus. So nandun pala, all the while, pinovide ni God yung needs niya. Pero hindi niya binasa, hindi niya nagets. And is it possible... Mga kapatid, is it possible that God is speaking to you every day? He's answering your prayers, giving you a message, helping you, supplying your needs, but you don't hear it. Because maybe you're paying attention to something else. Checking your social media. Sino yung feed, yung, yung daming laman sa social media feed every day. But are you feeding on the Word of God every day? 
anong mas na-feed sa'yo? The Lord or other sources of opinions and information? You see, God wants a relationship with us. Relationship na personal, na intimate. But, listen, relationships ay hindi base sa religious affiliation or membership. Relationships ay base sa two-way communication. Lahat ng relationship, kaibigan, lover, boss, parents, kay, any relationship is always developed or not base sa communication. So goes the communication, so goes the relationship. Kung magaan, masarap ang communication, nadi-develop ang relationship. Pag malabo ang communication, malabo ang relationship. And we are created sa likeness ni God. And God is a communicator. Ang Diyos ay hindi parang sa Star Wars, yung The Force. Hindi yan si God. Ang Diyos ay hindi yung katulad na paniniwala ng New Age na good energy, chemistry lang. Ang Diyos ay person. He talks. He feels. He communicates His heart. So, dahil ganun si God, ang Diyos ay nagsasalita. In fact, yan ang paraan kung paano nilikha ni God ang mundo na ito. Then the Lord God said, He spoke, let there be light. And the Lord God said, let there be land and trees and animals. So, sa gamit ng kanyang salita, nilikha niya ang lahat ng things. Including us. So actually, because God is a speaking God, siyempre walang senso kung speaking God ay walang kausap. Sirang ulong tao dun. Kung nagsasalita ka, wala kang kausap. So it doesn't make sense that God is not speaking to us. He's speaking. And you can learn to hear His voice. So today, ang, I said all of that because it's on point. We've got to learn how to hear God's speaking to us through this word. Kailangan talaga. So number one is that hearing from God, hearing a message from God, is very natural. Hindi ito weird. Sa pakikinig sa Diyos, hindi ito para sa mga, mga fanatic, mga crazy. Hindi mahirap ito na makinig or kumuha ng word from God. Hindi ito para sa mga super-duper banal na spiritual na tao. This is normal for every person. It's a normal and expected experience na ikaw at ako ay makakarinig mula sa Diyos. Example, pag pinanganak ka, physical, you were born with mga tenga. That's natural. You have a natural abilidad na makinig or makaka, makakarinig ng voice ng parents mo. Diba? Hindi naman kakaiba yan. That's normal. Expected yan. Ang bata, nakakarinig ng tinig ng anak, ay, ng, ng parents. Then, when you're born spiritually, pag nakaroon ka ng buhay na born again from the Lord, 
you now have a spiritual birth, which you also have spirit ears. Physical ears, but then when you're born again, you get spiritual hearing ability, an inborn ability na makakarinig ka ng tinig ng iyong ama. It, it patterns. And lahat tayo ay nagugutom sa love and intimacy and acceptance. We're born with that. We need that. Well, guess what? Ang Dios is offering love and acceptance and intimacy even before you know how to talk. Nung lumabas si Zion, ang anak namin, hindi pa siya marunong magsalita. Hindi pa siya naiintindihan yung sinasabi namin sa kanya. But kahit hindi niya naiintindihan yung sinasabi ko, kinakausap ko pa rin. As if. As if. Sabi ko, kalalabas lang sa tiyan ni Bambi. Sabi ko, happy birthday, Zion. Oh, nawit ko siya, happy birthday to you. So kinakausap ko siya. Do you think he understands? Do you think he will remember that? No, but as a father, I'm still talking to him. And as your heavenly father, kahit hindi mo pagets or hindi po naririnig o naiintindihan ang lahat, just know, before anything, God's already talking to you. Hindi ka pa nakatanggap sa kanya, hindi pa nadidevelop ang spiritual life mo, God is already talking to you. And He's already listening to your every cry. Kahit hindi ayos ang prayer life mo, kahit hindi uh, naiintindihan mo ang things na spiritual, anything that you say, even yung parang sambata, di ba sabi ng parents, uy, guling mo, sabi niya, papa. Actually, hindi naman sounds like papa, pero naglalagay lang tayo ng ano, benefit of the doubt. Diba? Ang unang sinabi, ang unang word sinabi ni Zion, Anya! Yan ang unang word niya, Anya! Anya, ano niya, kamot, sabi niya. Pero ang feeling namin, is, ang Anya niya, is gusto niyang gatas eh. So, you know, na, mali, 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 pero still, we're talking. And I'm listening, and we're talking to him. Because it's like sheep and a shepherd. Ang sheep, hindi marunong magsalita ng mag-ganun lang. Pero the shepherd would still call them. Minsan, the shepherd, nagagamitin niya yung lingwahe ng sheep. Ganun-ganun. Minsan, sasabihin niya, Hey, buddy, Mary, Jewy, ganun lang. But Jesus said in John chapter 10, that the one who comes through the gate, he enters the gate, that's the shepherd. And the sheep, listen, recognize his voice and come to him. He calls his own sheep by name. Inuuliko, personal. And he leads them and walks ahead of them. And they follow him because they know him. They know his voice. E sabi ni Jesus, ako ang good shepherd. They will hear my voice and there will be one flock with one shepherd and my sheep recognize or hear my voice, I know them, and they follow me. Basahin niyo ng John chapter 10. So hearing from God is very natural because we have spiritual ears to hear. Pangalawa, hearing from God is also learned. Natural, yes, kasi inborn yung abilidad natin na makakarinig mula sa Diyos, but then you still have to learn. 
Parang si yung bata, nakakarinig siya kasi may tenga. But eventually, the baby still has to learn new sounds, words. Diba? Eventually, makakaroon ka ng basic vocabulary until such time na pa-expand na pa-expand. Mababasa niya ang facial expressions, body language. Nakaka-exercise niyo kang voice. And eventually, the child, as he goes on, starts becoming more and more fluent sa kanyang pagkukommunicate. Both yung pagsasalita niya at yung pagkagets niya ang communication ng parents niya. Sa umpisa, makukuha lang niya is, No! No! Yes! No! Milk! Change diaper! Mga ganun. Pero eventually, nakakaroon sila ng continuous improvement sa communication. It's natural the child can hear, but it's also hearing is learned. Are you following me? You have to learn it. And learning involves other people, and it involves the Holy Spirit. Sa Acts chapter 8, merong isang Ethiopian na official, government official, na nakasakay sa kanyang chariot, pa-uwi niya, galing Jerusalem, nagbabasa siya ng Isaiah, book of scriptures. And ang Holy Spirit, pinadala niya si Philip, isa sa mga followers of Jesus, Philip ay lumapit sa kanya at sinabi niya, Boss, ano ba, naiintindihan mo ba yung binabasa mo dyan sa scrolls na yan? Isabi ng official, how can I understand? Wala pa naman nag-explain sa akin. Saya, si Philip, sumakay din and tinuro niya. He explained to him, ganito kasi yan. Yung binabasa mo yan ay patungkol kay Jesus. Si Jesus na matay para sa mga kasalanan na. And he shinner yung gospel sa kanya. Tinanggap niya si Jesus, nagpabaptize siya. So he learned to hear the word of the Lord more accurate dahil mayroong nagturo. Mayroong nag-explain sa kanya. And we, we need the same thing. If you want to hear the voice of the Lord, you want to know what God's word is saying, Patungkol sa situation mo sa buhay, you need to have other people to share the word of God with you, explain what this means. Mabuti kung meron kang ganon. Pero kung wala, meron naman lagi ang Holy Spirit. Because Jesus said in John 14, verse 26, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you. Hello. Ang Holy Spirit ay magtuturo sa atin. And He will teach you everything and will bring or cause you to remember lahat na mga isinabi ko sa inyo. The Word of God is available, but we need to learn it. Okay? Number three, hearing from God is also practiced. Ang pakikinig sa Diyos ay nasa sanay. Hindi naman tayo fluent o sanay kaagad. That's why minsan, yung baguan, hindi nila naiintindihan pag mayroong nagsabi, may Christian na nagsabi na, sabi ni Lord sa akin, ganito, ganyan. Kinakausap ko si Lord nung Sunday, and itong sinabi niya, e yung mga bago, baka iisipin niya, ano ka ba? Ano, totoo ba yan? Kinakausap ka ni, parang as if nagsasalita si God sa iyo, ano ka ba, Moses? So they don't understand na meron at meron tayong ability to hear a message from God. Baka nami-misinterpret nila na akala nila parang boses na physical. But it's practiced. Sana yun eh. Parang yung mga nagigitara. 
Hindi mo akalain na ang ganda ng sound na lumalabas sa mga string na yan. Kung hindi ka sana, hindi ka marunong maggitara, you would think that's impossible. Someone could make the beautiful sound like that. Pero kaya nilang gawin yun kasi sanay eh. Sanay na sila. Parang halos effortless na. Pero because they practiced a lot. And if you hear the voice of the Lord, kung nag, laging nagbababat sa salita ng Diyos, then it's no big deal that you will hear God's message sa'yo. Because sanay ka na eh. It will be, of course I hear the Lord. Of course God spoke to my heart. Natural yan. Matik yan. Ako ang anak niya. Kinakausap ang Diyos na kanya mga anak. Anong crazy doon? That's normal. Okay? But if you're not used to it, you think that's weird. Itong tao nito, sinusabi niya, God spoke to me. Anong God spoke to you? But you, you won't believe it. Because you're not used to it. But listen, if Bambi called me, asawa ko si Bambi, pag tumawag siya, using a different phone, wala, walang contacts na ka-register sa number na yan, at sinabi niya kaagad, Tim, punta ka dito sa bahay. Kung ganun ang message na maririnig ko, agad-agad alam ko na si Bambi yun. Kasi recognize ko yung voice niya eh. Hindi ko kailangan marinig sa kanya na, Mr. Tim, this is your wife, Bambi, calling, I want to talk. No, I know agad, first word pa lang. I know that's her because I'm used to her voice. Sanay na. And that's how it becomes when you're used to the Word of God. Malalaman mo, this, this word that I'm hearing in my head or this thought na lumabas sa aking mind in my prayer time, I know that is the Word of God for me, for this situation right now, today, specific. Or, kung may lumabas sa isip mo, you would say, alam ko, hindi galing sa Diyos yan. Yung thoughts na yan, no way, hindi naman type ni God yun. So you would learn, you would learn to discern. As you listen to God, araw-araw, mas nagiging sanay sa pag-recognize ng kanyang message sa iyo. Is that making sense? And we need this. We need guidance from the Lord sa ating mga daily decisions. Nangangailangan natin ng confirmation. Lalo na kung major decision about relationship, finances, future. We need major confirmation for major decisions. But listen, here's the key. Frequency. Madalas. Pag mas madalas ang communication, mas malinaw ang communication. Kung Sunday only ang iyong pakikinig sa Word of God, hindi frequent enough yan. Are you, are you following me? You might say, well, I, 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 madalas ako kasi every Sunday, nandun ako, na, I hear Mass and I hear that. That's not frequent enough. It's not frequent enough. That's why sabi ko, 21 days, Word of God, araw-araw, regular. Because maybe you can hear God for some things, pero pag hindi praktisado, ma, magiging awkward ka, magiging parang mahirap, mahirap ma magets yung message ni God sa'yo on a daily basis. Now, Jesus said in John 15, 15, Kaibigan, kaibigan ang tawa ko sa inyo. Kasi sinasabi ko na sa inyo ang lahat ng narinig ko sa tatay ko. Sabi ni Jesus, 
You're my friends because we talk. I talk to you. Kaya kaibigan tayo. Di ba? Naturally, yan. Ang friends talk. Hindi mo masasabi friend ka ni God, but you never talk. And remember, prayer simply means a simple conversation with God. Preferably with this book opened. And even right now, tuwing Sunday, right now even, habang nagsasalita ako, on another channel, the Holy Spirit is also talking. Nagsasalita ang Lord sa yun right now. And so while I'm speaking, tune in. Tune in. Take notes. Listen. Not to the voice of Tim, but listen for the message of God para sa inyo in this message. Now, I'll give you some tips, and then I'm going to play a testimony for you. Okay, so here's the tips. Number one, get into or enter into receiving mode. Okay, so parang iset mo yung mind mo habang maybe you're going to go to, to your closet or to your CR or to your bedroom na kung saan medyo tahimik, walang distractions, pwede yung airplane mode, i-off mo yung TV, and then enter into the presence of God ng receiving mode. Say, Lord, andito ako to receive a word from you. Hindi ako aalis hanggang sa makakarinig ako ng word mula sa'yo. And Psalms 104, 100 verse 4 says you enter, okay, enter means the starting point, you enter in His gates with thanksgiving. So you start saying, thank you, Lord, that you love me. Thank you for Jesus. Thank you for this upuan. Thank you for this cup of coffee. Lord, just start thanking the Lord. And they say, Lord, I'm here. I'm attentive to you. I'm giving you aking attention ngayon. You close your eyes and just say, I'm in receiving mode, Lord. Nais ko mag-download mula sa inyo. Kung ano yung nais mong ipakaloob mo sa akin, a message. I'm ready I'm willing, I'm listening. Kailangan mo sabihin mo yan. Kasi the Lord is a gentle, a gentle spirit. He will not just uh, overpower you. He wants you to want Him. The problem is, let's be honest, okay? I think lahat tayo naka, naranasan ito, na hindi tayo gaano kagutom sa salita ng Diyos. You might even feel, kakaboring naman yan. Hindi ko napapabusog dyan kasi, bakit? Kasi actually nagpabusog ka sa ibang information. Hindi ka talaga magugustuhan mo ng Word of God. Walang effect ito. Walang attraction ka dito sa Word of God. Kung araw-araw nagpapabusog ka sa spiritual junk food. Okay, tell me an example of junk food. Cheese whiz? Ah, uh, cheese. <laughs> cheese yung mga, yung mga, yung, yung physical na pagkain na junk food is yung hindi healthy. Chocolate, ice cream, kung ano-ano dyan. Ano mo yung, yung junk food? Cheapy. You skip your lunch, but you eat a lot of candy, chocolates, or what. Tawag to junk food. Okay? Hindi big sabihin, kasalanan yan. Pero kung doon ka magpapabusog ka, pag uwi ka, at si Mrs. nagluto ng napakasarap na gulay, na may fruits, na may karne, may, may rice, may pasta, hindi ka magagutom ka doon kasi kumain ka na, nagpabusog ka sa junk food. And it's the same thing sa spiritual diet natin. Pag nagpapabusog tayo every day, the whole day, with all of those 
you know, graphics and videos and reels and scrolls and gossip and opinions and politics. Pagdating sa Word of God, parang wala ka ng gana eh. Diba? Puyat ka sa work. Pagdating sa Bible, nantok na. So the point is, don't spoil your appetite by eating so much spiritual junk food. Proverbs chapter 27. Check this out. Proverbs 27 verse 7. A person who is full, busog na, refuses honey. Di ba masarap ang honey? Pero busog siya. So kahit masarap ang honey, nakakatulong din yan sa ating immune system, he will refuse it. Because busog siya. But even bitter food, yung hindi ganong kasarap, but even bitter food, Tastes sweet to the hungry. Does this verse make sense to anybody? Even the Bible, kung gutom ka, kahit yung mga boring part ng Bible na sabi mo, ay boring yan kasi ay Deuteronomy or Leviticus or yung mga, yung mga walang story story, walang action, walang drama. You'd say, ay, but even that part will be sweet for you if your spirit is hungry. Sa totoo lang, God gave everyone a gift of hunger. It's just that nagpabusog tayo sa iba. Kaya busog na eh. Tingnan mo tong sheep. Because sabi ni Jesus, my sheep, here's my voice. Look at this picture of the lamb. Nandun yung shepherd, yung kanyang nag-aalaga ng sheep, doon sa likod, tinatawagan niya si sheep. Isang sheep nito, meron siyang magazine, may TV, May laptop, may sounds and everything. May Bible din siya, pero naka, nasa baba. Natatabunan yung kanyang Bible. And then, nag-enjoy lang siya. Mayroon pang headphones. Wala siyang maririn. Tapos sabi niya, I wonder why I don't hear from the shepherd anymore. Sino nakaka-relate dyan? I wonder why God is not answering my prayer. I wonder why pag nagbabasa ako ng Bible... Nang 15 seconds worth, wala akong gets. Hindi ako nakikinabang. I wonder why sa cell group, okay lang maging late. Sa service, kahit hindi ako mag-attend, kasi word of God, wala. I wonder why. You wonder why? Maybe because, ang dami mong ibang inputs eh. Hindi ka nag-pay attention sa salita ng Diyos. So letter B is to ask God, to make you more hungry for the right things. Amen ba? Ask God, say, Lord, gawin mo akong gutom at uhaw. Sabi sa Matthew 5 verse 6, blessed are, or yung, sa Tagalog, blessed ang mga nagugutom at naguuhaw sa pagsunod sa kalaoban ng Diyos. Kasi, bubusugin sila. And First Peter 2 verse 1 to 3, says, get rid of every kind of evil. Kasama doon yung deception, hypocrisy, get rid of jealousy, slander, yung mga, ano, chismis. And then he says, gustuhin nyo lang, lag, gustuhin nyo lagi, uminom, laging umi, uminom, na laging, ano to, na laging pure spiritual milk. Yan ang, um, Gustuhin mo pure spiritual milk 
so that you can grow in your salvation. Okay? And then number two tip is to anchor yourself on Jesus. Sa pagbabasa ng Bible, hindi intelligence ang magiging anchor mo. Hindi doktrina ang magiging kabasihan mo or anchor mo. Hindi yung past na stockpile of training, hindi yan. Walang iba dapat ang maging anchor natin, kundi si Jesus lamang. Always anchor on Jesus pag nagbabasa ka ng Bible. Because the whole Bible points to Jesus. Hindi si David, Moses, or Abraham ang bida ng Bible, si Jesus. And so, Jesus said in John 5, verse 39, You search the scriptures. Kausap niya yung mga magagaling sa pagpapasa ng Bible. Yung mga nakatapos ng maraming trainings. Sabi niya, you search the scriptures because you think they give you eternal life. Kala mo, you're gonna have eternal life kasi ang galing mo. Sharp ang mind mo. May understanding ka. Pero sabi niya, actually, those scriptures are all pointing to me. Are you following me? Because the Word of God is not just a dead book. It's, a, it's called the living Word of God. It's, this is spiritual and it gives life because it's alive. It's a person. Jesus Christ is the living Word of God. So it will help you if you anchor on Jesus. Paano anchor? Well, believe that God loves you enough that He wants to talk to you. Okay, now, have you ever had somebody na gusto mong maging close, gusto mong maging kaibigan, pero hindi mo alam kung ano opinion nila patungkol sa'yo? You're, you think they don't want to talk to you. Ay, busy siya, ayaw niya akong kausapin. Kaya, kaya hindi ka lumalapit. Kaya hindi mo siya, hindi mo siya kinakausap kasi ang nasa isip mo, ayaw niya, ayaw niya akong kausapin. So, nakakaroon ng miss communication or misunderstanding. But your life will transform when you decide to believe na mahal ka ng Diyos so much that He wants to talk to you. And I, I'm, te- I'm telling from experience kasi ito yung naging hadlang ko dati. Nagbabasa naman ako ng Bible, nag-aaral ako ng Bible, pero hindi ito naging gano'n ka-relevant or nagiging fire sa buhay ko. Kasi, ang feeling ko, yes, God loves the whole world, pero hindi niya ako gano'n kamahal enough na, ayaw niya, ang feeling ko, ayaw, ayaw niya akong kausapin. Saawa na si God sa akin. Sa dami kong kasalanan, ang feeling ko, God doesn't really love me that much that He's willing to talk to me in a way na maintindihan ko. And that was my problem before because I doubted God's love. Friends, if you, don't, if you are not convinced that God loves you, you will not think He wants to talk to you. You will not believe that He wants to really speak to you. But once you believe that He loves you, like a mother loves her child, like a man loves a woman, like a parent loves 
their children, you would believe that he wants to talk to you. And when you believe he wants to talk to you, then you will experience him talking to you. Can somebody say, yeah, amen, yeah. So just focus on who Jesus is and what Jesus has done. Minsan kasi ang focus natin is, anong paniniwala natin? Hahanapin ko, kasalanan ba uminom? Kasalanan ba na manood na ganito o ganyan? No, no, just focus on Jesus. Habang nagbabasa ka ng Bible, what did Je- who is Jesus? What has Jesus done? You know, He proved His love for you. Song of Solomon, chapter 2, verse 4 says, He escorts me into the banquet hall. It's obvious how much He loves me. Bakit in-escort niya sa banquet hall? Kasi andun yung pagkain. Ang word of God, ang pagkain. 1 John 4:19. we love him because he first loved us. And then itong tip, write down your thoughts. Very, very important. Kung gusto mo talaga makakarinig sa Diyos, then get a Bible, tatlong B. Get a Bible or a Bible, a ball pin, and a Book note. Book note. Yan, para, para tatlong B. Bible, ball pen, and notebook. A book note. And then, magsulat ka ng words mo. So, sabi mo, God, isulat mo, God, I want to be open sa'yo. Nandito ako, nag struggle ako sa emotions. Lord, I need help sa finances, sa family. Hindi ko alam kung anong gagawin ko sa asawa ko, sa mga anak ko. So isulat mo ang words mo sa kanya. Parang it's like your prayer. And he can read. Newsflash. God knows how to read. So he can read your words. And you write it down and then say, now you start to write down his words. Your words and say, Lord, what are you saying to me? What is your opinion? Anong decision mo dito? How should I respond, Lord? Tapos tuloy-tuloy yung pagsusulat and you will find that God's, yung words mo, eventually magiging words niya. And then kung hindi mo sure, pwede mapacheck sa leader. Sabi nyo, ito ba talaga ang galing kay Lord? But major decisions, maganda isulat. When you journal, you're writing kind of like a small mini, you know, uh, conversation. And doon sa conversation na yan, magiging malinaw kung galing kay Lord o galing sa sarili mong isip o galing, galing sa kaaway. But itong number three, very important, most important here is be quick to obey. Whatever God tells you, kahit anong instructions, kung anong utos, kung anong advice, kung anong sasabihin ni Lord, kailangan na advance ka mag-isip, uh, advance ka mag-decision Kahit anong sabihin mo, Lord, sa akin, handa ako sumunod. God told, uh, Moses told Joshua in uh, Joshua chapter 1 verse 8, The book of the law, the book, should not depart from your mouth, but you should meditate on it day and night and be careful to observe or isasabuhay mo all that is written in it. For then you will be prosperous and have good success. So when you obey, you'll be blessed. John thirteen seventeen. Now that you know these things, you will be blessed if you do them. 
kapatid, there's blessing in obedience. There's a great blessing. Kahit konting advice na binigay ni Lord sa'yo, pero i-pre-nactice mo, in-apply mo, ganda. I promise there's a blessing. And you're going to hear a testimony in just a minute. But the word for H-E-A-R, here, sa Hebrew, the Hebrew word sa Bible is called the word Shema. That's a Hebrew word. The word Shema in Hebrew means to listen. More than just hear, it means to listen na meron kang response, merong action. And when you hear and obey, merong pagpapala. Matthew chapter 13, verse 14, talks about yung mga nakakarinig, pero hindi nakikinig. They have ears, but they don't listen. Dumating sa kanilang mind or ears, yung word ni God, pero hindi sila nagshema, hindi sila isinabuhay. So that is a problem because, and this is a warning sa ating lahat, that hearing without obeying makes a person foolish. Parang yung wise man, nag-build siya, kasi, nag-build siya sa bato kasi nakakarinig ng word ni Jesus and then he obeyed. Pero sabi ni Jesus, yung fool, ang mangmang, nakakarinig ng the same message pero hindi niya isinasabuhay. It's like a man na nagpatayo siya ng bahay niya sa buhangin. And it was destroyed when the winds and the floods and the rains came. So, kung nakakarinig ka ng Word of God, even today, and you just leave, oh, nice show, I'm going to go back to my life, and wala kang gagawin, action. It's like you become a fool. Secondly, you become deceived. And the worst part about being deceived is you don't even know that you're deceived. Ang akala mo, nakakita ka ng perfect. Ang akala mo, yung perspective mo, vantage point mo, naiintindi mo. But when you hear God's word and do not obey it, James chapter 1 says, you deceive yourself. The third thing, a warning is, pag nakakarinig ng word of God at hindi mo sinasabuhay, the result is you will become an angry person, bitter, may sama ng loob, and even depressed. And if you don't believe me, you ask Jonah, the prophet. Prophet na ito, may position siya as a spiritual leader. Jonah. And he gave a lot of messages for the Lord. Nung dumating yung isang message ni Lord sa kanya, napunta ka sa Nineveh, Kasi liliktas ko yung 120,000 population ng Nineveh. Ayaw ni, Mo, ni Jonah, hindi niya ginawa ang instruction ni Lord sa kanya. Pumunta sa ibang lugar. Tumakbo siya. Iniwasan niya ang pinapagawa ni Lord sa kanya. And if you look at what happens sa story ni Jonah, naging angry siya. Maliit na bagay, galit siya. Tapos naging bitter siya. Naging depressed siya. Even suicidal. Ang sama ng effect sa isang tao, sa buhay ng isang tao na hindi sumusunod sa sinasabi ng Diyos. God still loves you. Jesus still forgave all your sins. Walang question yun. 
Pero mapapahamak ka talaga ang buhay mo kung hindi ka ginagawa. Yung sinasabi ni Lord. It's just that simple. And the fourth thing is, you actually become dull of hearing. So kung nakakarinig ng Word of God, na message, and you think, I, I think this is what God wants me to do. Tapos hindi mo ginagawa. Ang nangyayari is, nagiging dull na ang iyong pagkikinig, paghearing kay Lord. It's like next time when the Lord gives a message, you won't get it. Then the next time, you won't get it. And the next time, you won't hear anything. Because, sabi ni Jesus, He who is faithful with little bit, He will be given more. So imagine if God gave you a little bit of His Word. A little bit of revelation. A little understanding. A little simple task to grow, to change, to heal or help. And hindi mo ginawa. So ibig sabihin, hindi ka naging faithful doon sa little na binigay ni Lord sa'yo. A little assignment, hindi mo, hindi mo pa ginagawa. Ibig sabihin, next time, sasabihin ni Lord, hindi ko pwedeng ibigay yung malaking revelation sa kanya kasi wala namang ginagawa eh. But when you're faithful with little, God will entrust to you greater messages, greater revelation, greater assignments, greater exploits, greater conquests, and you can have no limit to what God can do sa iyong buhay when you're faithful. Pero sabi sa Hebrews chapter 5, verse 11, yung mga hindi sumusunod, it was like, sabi ni Hebrews, it's, it's hard for you to even, I can't explain it, because naging dull sa iyong pakikinig. Malabo na ang pagdinig. Ang tanong ko sa inyo lahat, what was the last word that God gave you? The last thing that na inassign ka ni Lord, but you, until now, hindi, hindi pa mo pagginagawa. Mayroon ba ganun? Isipin mo, kasi maaring doon ka na stuck up. Maaring doon ka na off track, or doon ka na, kaya na, na, na huminto na yung magaan na pag-grow sa Panginoon. Maybe there's something that God told you before that until now, hindi mo pa ginagawa. Say, Lord, balikin mo ako kung saan ako nag-drop off. Kung saan ako nag-stray away. Balikin mo ako. I want to try. And pwede bang mag-take two ako? This time, I'm committing to obey you. Oh, God is a God of second chances. God is a God of, of renewed strength and renewed will. So, I want you to listen to the testimony of Bambi. Kasi, ang asawa ko, talagang she really hears from God. Almost every day, meron siyang bagong word from the Lord. And I want you to hear how these things really shaped her thinking and her life. So listen to Bambi's testimony. A few years ago, I went through depression and hopelessness. Lagi kong inaaway si Tim at si Zion. Hindi ko maintindihan kung bakit. And then, pinakita ng Lord na ang main reason is because of pride and offense. And then, so forth and so on. Offended sa tao, offended kay God because of the miscarriage. And then, sabi ko, Lord, please heal my soul. Kasi talagang mess up yung soul ko. And then, by the grace of God, pinagaling niya ako. 
And then simula noon, tinuruan niya akong mamuhay according to his principles. Talagang naririnig ko siya almost every day ng about sa paano mamuhay dito sa mundo. So, unang-unang tinuro ng Lord sa akin is hate, pride, and offense. Sabi nga sa Proverbs 16:18, ang kayabangan ay umahantong sa kapahamakan at ang nagmamataas ay ibabagsak. Naranasan ko yon, but buti na lang, uh, hinil ni Lord ang soul ko at natuto akong magtakumbaba. So, pangalawa, hate doing things my way. Kasi totoo yun, talagang si Jesus naman dapat talaga because He is the way. So, always ako ngayon na nag-ask kay Lord regarding sa mga decisions na gagawin ko. Because Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. Pangatlo, ang turo ng Lord sa akin is follow Jesus and learn meekness from Him. So, dito, sabi niya nga eh, God gives grace to the humble. Pang-apat, tinuruan niya ako, sabi niya, make decisions based sa mga prinsipyo sa salita niya, hindi base sa feelings ko o human understanding. Kasi kalimitan noon, uh, gumagawa ako ng decisions based sa feelings. Kaya pag hindi ko nakuha yung gusto ko or something, talagang uh, hindi maganda sa pakiramdam. Pero yun ang turo ng Lord. Dapat hindi ako namumuhay sa feelings ko o human reasoning but sa prinsipyo sa salita niya. And panlima, sabi niya, do not accomplish what I call you to do in your own strength and wisdom. Kaya pala akong minsan napapagod na nababurn out because I'm doing things my own way. Dapat pala yung according sa kalakasan ng Lord. Sabi niya nga, not by might nor by power but by my spirit says the Lord. So natuto ako mag-depend and mag-trust sa Holy Spirit. Pang-anim, mag-pray ka sa akin that I will bless yung mga people na nagkikurse sa iyo o nag-speak ng negative about you. And during that time, meron talaga akong karanasan na may isang uh, isang member sa church na ko ano na sinasabi niya tungkol sa akin. But then, hindi ako nagalit sa kanya at hindi ako nag-take nag ng revenge. Instead, talaga naranasan ko na si God yung shield ko. Na hindi ako um, lumaban, kundi pinag-pray ko na i-bless ni Lord. Ang ganda pala sa pakiramdam. Doon ko naranasan na walang hawak ang kalaban sa akin kahit anong try niya na na itap ako na ma-offend, na maggalit, ah... Uh, kalabanin yung tao, wala. Talagang, uh, maganda ang pakiramdam ko sa person dahil uh, pinagpipray ko siya na i-bless siya ni Lord. And then, sabi ng Lord, don't covet people's position, be grateful where you are. So, natuto ako na maging grateful and contented kung anong binigay ng Lord sa akin at kung saan niya ako pinosisyon. So, when I had my fourth miscarriage, Narinig ko talaga yung voice ni Lord. Sabi niya sa akin, Bambi, hindi ka nabubuhay para sa baby. Nabubuhay ka para sa akin. Be grateful for your husband and for your son. So, naging mapagpasalamat ako by focusing sa kung anong meron ako tulad ng aking asawa na si Pastor Tim at anak na si Zion. 
So, nung time na yun, hindi ganun ka-devastating and ka-painful yung fourth miscarriage ko. Unlike nung third miscarriage, talagang super painful. Naging ang uh, magaan yung pagtanggap ko sa pagkawala nung baby at happy kaming family kahit ganun ang nangyari dahil sa comforting and strengthening word ni Lord. And then, nag-confirm yung words niya sa akin sa Colossians 1.16, ang sabi doon, ang lahat ay nilikha ng Diyos sa pamamagitan ni Jesus at para kay Jesus. And sabi niya rin sa 1 Thessalonians 5.18, In everything give thanks, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. So, mas magaan ang naging relationship naming pamilya dahil sa word ni God na binigay niya sa amin during those times na uh, dumadaan kami sa pagsubok. Okay, so you see, I, I wanted to give you an example of how this actually works. Lahat tayo ay dadaan sa mga hard times. And you've got to get a word from God to sustain you. You've got to be able to get into the word para mayro pang panghahawakan. Lahat ng mga nabanggit ni Bambi, mayroong scripture eh. May memory verse dyan. Kahit, oh, ay, narinig ko na yung memory verse noon. Pero, God will put a special meaning on that memory verse. But if you don't have a memory verse, walang, walang baon eh. Ang hirap. God cannot work with something that's not there. Get the word of God in you, then the Lord will bring it out and put it into great application sa buhay mo. Kaya napakahalaga I don't know how to say it a thousand ways. Napakahalaga na one way or the other, get the Word of God into your spirit so that your life will never be the same again. You will be transformed. Sa totoo lang, sabi dito sa Psalms chapter 119, verse 72, the teachings that come from your mouth, O Lord, are worth more than the thousands in gold and silver. Napakahalaga. And so, we have to learn, last thing, Learn to study the Bible. Bakit hindi? Nag-aaro ka naman sa ibang bagay eh. Nagre-review ka sa board exam. Dinidedicate mo ang sarili mo sa pagpa-practice ng anything else. Yung sa school, nag-aaro ka. Sa work, nag-aaro ka. Pamahabis mo, sinasanay na. Mga gadgets, di ba? Nag-pinapractice mo, nagiging mahusay sa mga apps na gina- why not do the same with the Bible? Why not learn and study, really aralin mo, and become fluent in reading the Bible every day, just like you do sa mga iba pang bagay, and you will see, again, this will transform your life. The Word of God is not a book lang na patay. It's not history book. It's the living Word of God, a person that you become relationally involved with. And He loves you. And as you read the Word, you will love Him also more. Let's pray together. Panginoon, salamat sa iyong salita. Salamat na through this Word, we will have truth. Our eyes can be open to see Jesus. I pray right now, Lord, lahat na mga nakakarinig sa tinig ko ngayon, that there will be a, a desire, an attraction, a magnetism to your word, that we would run to you in times of trouble, that we would reach for the word that you've planted in our hearts to hear direction, 
to hear wisdom, and to always obey kung ano yung sinasabi mo. Thank you, Lord, that your word never fails. Your promises are always true. And I pray right now that, in fact, mga kapatid, if there's anyone here and you haven't received Jesus, this word tells that Jesus died para sa mga kasalanan mo. And pag tatanggapin mo siya sa kanila na ibigay ng karapatan na maging anak ng Diyos. And all of your sins are washed away. So if you receive Jesus, you receive that life and you receive a fresh start. Father God, in the name of Jesus, I pray for everybody here that this church will be blessed. You'll give peace. You'll give uh, thriving, of families, of finances, and of future. In Jesus' name, we love you and praise you. Amen and amen.